second decade of the uh the bite that thumb podcast this is episode 11 uh great yeah hasn't been too a bit of a mild week this week uh jared you want to want to talk a little little edelman talk before we get into anything else yeah i guess so edelman announced that he's retiring um the unfortunately the biggest thing that resulted from him it, i mean it also he retired because of injuries right. i guess we can mention that but um yeah. it really honestly i i don't mean to be a dick but i kind of forgot that he was even on the team last year i yeah. mean no no it's you know just it was just a there was it was a lot going on that wasn't great and then yeah he was lumped yeah. in with that brady <laughs> era it's it's almost yeah. better that he didn't play a lot last year because it was just he was in the brady era and he actually know, was he played well when, when he was playing and then he got hurt Oh yeah, no, he he wasn't bad at all. I mean, really, what I think it was is the doctors were just like, "Hey, man, like, we can't advise you go back out and try to like do cuts and stuff with these right. knees that you have. Like, these knees are telling us that you just got to stop playing football. That must like really be. That's kind of why I felt sad about it. Like, I watched his Twitter video, mm-hmm. and I think it's just like a, it's. It's just the, the final – it's not the final end of an era, I guess, because we still have, like, Matt Slater and, like, guys that have been on the team for a long time, the McCourty brothers, or Devin, but, like, obviously both McCourty brothers now. Um, it It's just, like, the – because he was Tom's guy, like, it's, like, Tom left, and obviously that was the end of our dynasty that we had for 20 years. Um but with Edelman gone, it's like that that realization that it's like, all right, now it's time to kind of we have we have the the building blocks to kind of keep going, but it, it's that that era is officially over and it's time to move on. Do you think um, it's gonna be like with Marshawn Lynch where he retires and then he comes back, or do you think so there that's a good done? point? There has there's been some I, so personally, I think Edelman is officially done. He he's like Jared said he's out because of his knees and and he didn't pass the physical like he he's hurt and like i i don't think his body is going to be able to get him get itself back into nfl shape right our whispers about him eventually signing in tampa bay um and kind of feeling that ab role where it's just like all right you know we'll, we'll give you 10 11 weeks to get healthy and then we'll just like you're Brady's guy, like we know you're gonna be okay in the playoffs. Um, you know, nothing's impossible. We saw Gronk go from 190 pounds to a little bit bigger and scoring two touchdowns in the playoffs uh, in the Super Bowl. Sorry, like, but I, I just don't see Edelman coming back. I mean, too much to and say. If he can't pass the physical, and he like that's it. His job was just so difficult. Like he was getting beat on every game. Jerry, you know, like like for years. Like this man was just getting like 
mauled. So I, I can't imagine him ever coming. Back. No, I think he's done. I, I, I think the thing that's unfortunate about his retirement is that it, it immediately went to this weird straw man thing where people were like, who's, who's saying Edelman deserves to be in the hall of fame. That's fucking ridiculous. And it's like, nobody's saying that, but no, like right. Patriots fans weren't really saying it. At least ones that I saw. Well, like, so like Patriots fans say it, but like, there's nothing. I didn't see a lot of it, honestly. Like, it happened more when he, like, after the last Super Bowl we won, where it was he was the MVP. Like, if you only go by playoff record, like, obviously, if the Hall of Fame was dependent on postseason, like, if there was like a quote unquote postseason Hall of Fame, like, he'd be in the postseason Hall of Fame. But like his regular season and career numbers just aren't there i know but like i feel like it's this like weird straw man thing because everyone's like oh like look at this guy's postseason numbers he's like the second best postseason wide receiver statistically ever right and everyone's like that doesn't mean he's a hall of famer like i didn't see any intelligent football person be like julian edelman deserves to be in the nfl hall of fame based on this career like right. nobody said that because his right. career is not even he played for like six years or whatever like eight, yeah. six six prime years he's just not even close to being a hall and of like, famer but no one said that. Yeah, and I, and I think it's okay to just say he had a phenomenal career. Like he's he's the reason why like team Hall of Fames exist. Right, and like he had an above oh. average, near phenomenal career. He's he's a three time Super Bowl champion. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Like he's gonna be. He's the the Foxborough inner circle. He's gonna be a Patriots Hall of Famer. Um. That's fine. Like, it, 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 I think this is like affected by the same idea of like ring culture, where it's like, oh, if you don't make the Hall of Fame, like you weren't a good player. But like, was there any Moss in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he he he, uh, he got in last year. Um, but like, Rand, like that's different. Like, Randy Moss is the greatest wide receiver of all time. Like, does he have? But isn't that interesting though? Because he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring at all. Does doesn't, he? Yeah, but that, yeah the right, rings but don't like matter. His, yeah, that's what you're talking about, right? Like, it's just whole fixation on just the ring. Versus... Yeah, it's the football Hall of Fame. So you can make the Hall of Fame as a football player. With, like, being... records? No, no, but being a great college football player. Oh. You don't have – yeah, you don't have to make – you don't have to play in the NFL to be in the Hall of Fame. It's the same thing with the NBA. Like, the NBA is the basketball Hall of Fame. So, like, you, you can have a great, like – junior college career in basketball and end up in the like the Naismith Hall of Fame um so like like Randy made it that's kind of semantics because Randy was going to make it regardless he was he's the greatest wide receiver of all time um but I Edelman is not that good no no obviously not he's nowhere near Randy, oh. fucking Randy fucking wait, losses wait, yeah what was he he was a tight end or wide receiver, wide receiver tight end. yeah slot, uh, he played slot like Wes Welker but he did play a lot of the outside too and and um, that was Randy Moss position too right he was wide receiver Randy Moss was a wide receiver but he was a deep threat um, okay do, do, they, do they like uh differentiate the two in the hall of fame or do they just have like best no, wide it's receivers wide, it's wide receiver but like I don't like yeah. this conversation just because I don't like, I know you're asking questions, but like, I don't want to like sound like we're, comp- <laughs> we're comparing no, 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 no. Edelman just, and Randy Moss. No, no, I'm just wondering like uh, if they, if they, if they, you know what I mean? They defer the two kinds. No, like, it's, it's always, it, you go, you go in as the position. So it's, he was a wide receiver. Um, okay. And like what I was saying, Jared, what I was saying was, I think like we've 
come to a point where it's same thing with like ring culture where if you don't make the hall of fame it's like oh you weren't a good place like no like you could have a phenomenal career not make the that's really the conversation because there's a lot of guys who there's a lot of like really talented guys with like crazy resumes that still aren't in the nfl hall of fame like bruce Irvin and yeah but i that's not no what, what i'm saying is like but people equate like winning a ring or like making the hall of fame is like oh that's the best like yeah that that it's a a thing to aspire to and like that's it's meant for the all-time greats but like I think those are pretty much two of the, those are the two main things to aspire to. I mean, it's fine to have like a nice career, but I mean. No, but you can still have like a phenomenal career and just not make the Hall of Fame. It's perfect. If you have a phenomenal career and don't make the Hall of Fame and don't make a ring, do you get remembered at all? Probably not very much. Yeah. Who would you you name that doesn't. Does it have to be football? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't don't know. I I just think, I, I, I think it's. You can just have a good career and like not. I mean, you'd be remembered like in the present, but I just mean like I, even all time, like some of these these Hall of Fame guys, we don't even really you hear them be elected in the Hall of Fame. And you're like, I don't even really know who that is, but right. I, I don't know. I I just think that no, I'm not, I'm not saying that like you like to be remembered. Like what I, my point was is like it's perfectly fine to just have a good career. Like people. Like the the Edelman argument, like of like people saying like, oh, you know, why is like he should be in the Hall of Fame? He shouldn't be like, it just comes from that idea of like, oh, you need to make the Hall of Fame to be this like all time to, to validate just like the career. Like no, like he won rings. He wasn't this career numbers guy. Like he he was he had a good career. Like so, do you do you think then, from a player's perspective, it's better? to have the hall of fame or to have a ring if you'd have one or the other you have to be you'd have to ask the person some people just say money like oh i mean okay well money ring like hall of fame like you can get like each of those are kind of a different thing like some people so some people some people just play professional sports solely just for the payout they don't really even care if they win (laughs) many people i would say yeah 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 like think about like you've gotten to this point where you're getting paid millions of dollars. Like your family is secure. Like you, like, why? <laughs> like, uh, I think Russell Westbrook said it kind of the best where he, like, they were like, um, he was, he was in front of the cameras and he said, uh, like you, you tell me that I'm not a champion. He's like, but I was a champion the day I, I like, I came into the, at the NBA and like started making millions of dollars. Like, like, oh. I don't need a weak ring. Sauce answer. What do you say? It's a weak sauce answer. No, but like, he's gonna retire with you know. Obviously, it's fine to have like. Obviously, it's great to have money, but like, fucking Nick Batum is gonna have a bunch of money. Like, is that? It's, I mean, sure, it's great. Like, you you have money. Like, yes, you pass it on to your family. You got to play basketball for a living. That's cool. But like, Nick Batum kind of sucked. Like, it's nothing. And to, it's, it's, who cares? Like. Basketball fans, like basketball, basketball fans, fucking suck. Like (laughs) sports fans suck. Who gives a shit what people think? Like when you've made that kind of money, like it doesn't. Especially people who, like that, their shot was to play basketball or play football, and like 
they yeah, but up, I, f- I feel like you do it with still the intention of wanting to, to but why? win. Why? It's the same thing. It, it's their career. Like when yeah. you're when like think about your job. Like, do you really care if you end up being CEO? Like, like odds <laughs> are that's not gonna happen. Like odds are you're not gonna end up an executive. So like, but you're still gonna make like good money and then retire. Like, who cares about that? Like, you're not gonna develop the next product that your company is going to make billions of dollars off of. Um, I mean, but you could score more points than another team and like win a championship that it, but yeah. great players can make, can play as great as they want and never win a championship. Like, why should we like, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. Players do absolutely care. No, they don't Fucking care. I, I feel like, I feel like there's some, there's probably like a small <laughs> percentage that, that doesn't, give a shit if they win or they lose they just want to get the money but that's right not the now majority. you sound like the epitome of the meme with the crying face but like the happy mask over it why because <laughs> that's what that's what player like it's yes if you if you suck and you get drafted oh, by a yeah. shit organization and you're you don't win anything your entire career then that's- yes you can take solace in the fact that you made like 12 million dollars for 40 years at some point and like Six million dollars for three years at another point. That's fantastic. You can rest on your money and in, in your in your lovely life. I I just saw a friggin' House Hunters episode that had a a Patriots defensive end that played for like three years. It first of all, those people that you're talking about that are like, oh, at least I got my money. They're always weirdly obsessed with the the very the very specific fortune that they've carved out for themselves. Like that guy in that episode was like, I'm really focused on my house. Like people need to know that I have money. It's like, why? Because you only played in the NFL for three years and then that's you got like cut. One like, weird example. That's one very like, weird example. But that's all like, right. But you could argue the same for regular people. A, I think that yeah. a, I think that a guy that was a journeyman player that never made a boatload of money but was involved in several championship moments moments that were like like not only it's a little aggressive to say the most impactful moments of people's lives but you play sports your entire career you play one sport your entire career it's it's not to say it's your job is just to say to compare it to your job as if you've been preparing your job since you were like seven years old you're like when i was seven i dreamed of being this and it's like that's dumb no no that's dumb because it is no it's absolutely not dumb you did not dream of your job that you're doing right now since you were seven fucking every basketball player in the nba started playing basketball when they were seven yeah it's not comparable but what i'm saying is you're like you're bringing up these guys oh yeah like i was the you know the 11th guy off the bench and I won a championship. Yeah, it's great to say when he's has no like he's broke after they like they retired. Like like the like their number one goal is to make money. And then the, the second second goal is to maybe make a champion win a championship. Like their goal Yes, is to no, they yes, obviously their first goal. Obviously if fucking being a basketball wasn't. player made you said no. It fucking no wasn't. You dumb fuck. You said that players don't care about championships. They that don't. is the dumbest. They don't give a shit. Okay, they good. They That's smart. Care. That's right. They're, the whole NBA season is just, ah, oh, is this over yet? Can I make my last paycheck? <laughs> obvious, you obvious fucking they, idiot. Obviously, they want to compete, but like their number one goal is to just make money. NBA players. Yeah, Ethan, obviously, they care about the fucking millions of dollars but first, they but they care, care about the championships. They care about the they, seasons. They don't care about ring culture. Like the way that 
Fans care about ring culture is based off players currently switching teams to win rings. No, the no, players no, are sacrificing. No, Ethan, this no, is how dumb you sound. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George sacrificed long term deals in financial security to ring chase. They, still, to they, a, they still make a hundred million dollars. Okay, they but they put care. a championship over money, right? No championship over money. We're not going to win a championship. Okay. Okay, but that's what they thought they were going to do. That's why they made that decision. When they made that decision, they put their desire for a championship over their desire for long-term financial security, right? There was no desire. They were making $100 million. No, they weren't. They made 60 because it was a two-year deal because they wanted a ring chase. $60 million. Okay, but they could have had 140, Ethan. Ethan, tell me in your example. Just admit you're wrong. Tell me in your example if because Kawhi Leonard – could have gotten four years, $140 million from a team. He okay. chose to get two years, $60 million from the Clippers because he wanted to get a ring That's with Paul still George. That's a lot of money. I'm, I'm t- okay, I'm but you're, you said money over championships. It is That's, money that's over two elite players that just totally threw that theory in your face. It, it is money over championships every single Except time. for that one example. No, they still took millions of dollars. Right, like, Ethan, nobody can sign a contract for less than a million dollars. It's the fucking minimum salary. They took tens of. They prioritized a championship over money. They no, they did not prioritize a championship over money. They didn't. Okay, what about uh, David West taking one million dollars when he could have made a twenty million dollar contract to get a ring with the Warriors? That's just ridiculous. Fine, you 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 get one guy taking. (laughs) Well, no, I gave you like three different examples, and you're like, no, "No, all those players got paid money. That's why I'm. Dame Dame taking five hundred million dollars to. Never wants to retire with one franchise. If you think that's about the obviously, it's nice that he got the max contract, but he wants to retire with one franchise, and I also think that's, that's equally it. admirable. He, they gave him 500 million dollars, of course, he's taking the money. Like, they, they care more about their money than they care about rings. Fans invented ring culture, fans invented it. You think that's the same for every Jordan, sport, or just yeah, basketball? Yeah. So, wait, like, what about when LeBron? What about when LeBron and Chris Bosch took ten million instead of thirty million to go win two rings with the Heat? What was that? Was that fans inventing LeBron that? always takes a smaller con, a, a shorter time contract for no with more money incentives. He oh, makes sure okay. he maxes out the year like the amount he gets per year, but he takes a small except that one year where he got ten million because that was not the max he could have gotten in one year. He took a ten million dollar his first Heat contract. He paid ten million. He was no, his, his, him and, his contract was $90 million. Him and Chris Paul took massive salary cuts to sign that Miami Heat deal. That is a fact. They took massive pay cuts. Why did they take the massive pay cuts, been, Ethan? He had already been in the league for eight years. But why eight did he take years. the massive pay cut? Why did he take it? That's fine. Fine. You get your one point <laughs> that he wanted to ring. That's like the but fifth one. He was in the league for eight years. He already made money. Like, he already had a not... Also, it's a terrible example. So is David West. So he are all eight, these people that do these ring chasing he things. He was it's, 18 years old and they gave him a $90 million shoe contract. LeBron, like he has his money. Like you're picking the person who has un, who's had unlimited money since he was 18 years old. Kevin Durant signing with the Warriors. He signed a two-year deal instead of a four-year. Why? He made $30 million Why? a year. But he could have had four-year financial security. He made $30 million a year. Like I know, but he made a decision where the priority was not only financials. The the If the priority was financials, he would have taken the four-year longer contract that had more money guaranteed in it. He took a two-year shorter al- deal. 
you're picking like the number one guys in the league. Like people in the league just pick, like they just pick teams to make money. Like they're making money. That's what they care about. Like if you were what to about ask Rajon Rondo, who took the minimum deal to play with the Lakers and then got like a 10 million deal deal he's after. Like, he's like 35. Of course. How many examples? If I give you like 10 different examples, will that be enough or will it still be? No. You're just giving these 10 specific examples. Like no. so... <laughs> they care more about money than rings. It's their job. Like they don't. Yes. I agree that the money is the, it, in the grand scheme of things. Yes. The, 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 if, if NBA players made $25,000 a year, I agree that they would, they would probably go do other things because it's, it's not about just winning games versus like, like the fact they get paid millions is what is important. However, there are so many examples in history of guys sacrificing money and sacrificing long-term money security to win championships and to impact Fine. their legacy because but it I'm means say- something to but them. But I'm saying, but in general, in general, they, <laughs> they care more about money than rings. They have, like, they do, like, they care more about money than rings. Young Thug dropped the Young Stoner Life album, Young YSL2. A lot of good stuff on it. James, I don't know. I, I, I asked you earlier if you had heard of my good friend, Unfunk. Have you heard him before today? Or this was the first time. This was the first time I ever heard him. It I is, haven't heard that song yet. It is it is really good. Um, there's other people besides the the YSL uh, roster on this album. There's a lot of features. There's Uzi. There's Future. Um, Little Baby, Gunna is like. There was a lot of there was a lot of features on this. <laughs> yeah, everyone does sound it like a Future. compilation album. <laughs> I liked it though, and I have to say, one person that always stands out to me. Um, who stood out to me on the first YSL album was Carlay. Like, she is probably my favorite female rapper by far. She's the only female rapper where I, like, forget that she's a female rapper, like, during the verse. Like, she, like, it's just very, very, very good. And she's on two different ones, and she really kind of steals the show on both. And I got to look up the one that she was on, and I think it was YSL one, the one where they're doing, like, the, the sign language with, like, the green and red. Um, did is there um is there a female artist that people like hype up a lot, but you just don't like the music, their music? I like Cardi B a lot. I, a lot of people would say Cardi B for that answer, but I like her. Really? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I, let me see. Not I, really. Let me see. Let me see. There wasn't too much other stuff that came out this um. This week, that was kind of like the biggest release, I think, right? And oh, no, Eric- it's it's been brutal. Eric Church came out. I didn't get a chance to listen. To that. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't know, oh, man. I, I don't know if it was just because we were in high school and like country music's better when you're like seventeen and pretending that like you're a country boy in Providence, but like <laughs> it just looking at new country releases now, I'm just kind of like, ah, oh, man. Like I want to give you a listen, but it's like. It's not like a rap album where you can go through it and it's like, you know, uh oh yeah, yeah. like the yeah. It's like every country album is like the three songs that are going to end up on the radio and then 10 other songs that are just like here you go. Here's 2 minutes of <laughs> you you almost you almost been just waiting for like the little stars to show. Oh, you don't you don't use Apple Music, so I do use Apple Music. Oh, yeah. So like with stuff like that, I just wait wait for like the stars to um the stars to pop up. You know what I mean? Like you know how I'll give the stars to the most played yeah 
Well, I find I always find it interesting because there are very there are several albums where the starred songs. I'm like, this is I don't. No, I know. This Most of the starred songs usually go towards like the features. You know. Yeah. True. True. Well, I I I always whenever I look at a new album, I always look at the first song and the last song because I feel like those are always two heaters. The last song is always the best song in an album. Um, think so. I think I think so because I tend to like the 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 deeper like climactic like epic songs. I don't that probably sounds stupid describing it, but like usually people save like the big like weighty beat for like the last track to to sign off with. So what what would you give uh, SL two from like a one out of ten? Um, one two ten. I would give it like a seven point five. Like it's it's got a, it's got some good songs that I'll definitely add, but nothing that like will change yeah. my world. That one Unfunk song is fucking bomb. Though. I gotta check it out. I, I yeah. feel like a lot of people have been shitting on this album so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Nav song, but overall. I, I just don't love compilation albums because it's like, you know, I like Young Thug, but you you always have like the three or four songs where the beat is just really strange. The beat is just like non-melodic and you're like, I don't understand why they use this. And then you have a couple other where it's just these no-name guys that you've never heard of that are not particularly, you know, meeting your... I was telling Ethan that too. I was like the J. Cole compilation album wasn't Ooh, that you didn't I, I didn't like it too much, honestly. I don't know. Like sometimes like, I had some so I had some songs that I liked it, but that's the thing. Like I have I always have like three, four songs that I like, but it's not the whole album. So yeah, I think I think the thing is with the compilation album is like you just see all the artists on it and it seems like it's gonna be better than what it is. And then you forget that like just because these artists have good songs, not every song they make I'm telling you, man. The biggest thing in rap that I feel like just gets so underrated is the producers. Like, I know we've talked about producers oh, before. Bro, they carry the whole genre. They're the ones. But who- it's like, not only do they carry the whole genre, and I know Ethan's talked about this before, like, there's certain albums where I see that one producer is producing the whole album. And if it's a good oh, producer, yeah. I'm like, bro, this whole album is going to be good. Like, it don't matter if this guy sounds like a fucking idiot on two or three of them. Like, the the fat beats, like, the unique-sounding beats that really are trunk rattlers, like, those are... Th- that's where the money's made. Like, even a guy like Young Nudie, who I kind of like. Really? I mean, there's some Young Nudie songs that are, like, legitimately incoherent. And... But he had won a whole album with Pierre Bourne the slimier one mm-hmm. and it's a fucking fantastic album i mean pierre born is just so good but like it's weird because the the pierre born that whole listening to that album made me want to go check out his shit because i'm like if this guy's as good at beats i mean he must be able to lay down a couple bars over it and uh, pierre if you're listening earmuffs mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. my favorite uh rapping experience but i mean he's amazing at beats if i was a rapper i'd be like i'm not getting any features i'm saving all my money just asking the best producers to do all my all my beats and make them extra fat bro who i don't know honestly that's what i always say the producer because the thing is you know the people that do the vocals they need that that rhythm to you know to like figure out the flow and and whatever so like, well, it sets even, the mood for the song too. And yeah, since the beginning of whatever whatever music, it's always been the percussions that that yeah. you know determine the genre. That's like uh, just about percussions. Like I remember like 
early days like that was one of the things kanye said he could never get right he was like i i can do everything else but he's like the drums just i, I just never get them right and you kind of hear it on the original album and that's so big that's literally yeah. the the starting point to to any song is 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 the rhythm it is wildly hot in this room i think i got really upset one with me and jared yelling and also just like now realizing that i had the wrong mic on for the audience it's gonna sound a little different in the beginning uh but this is a professional podcast so now i have my equipment ready did you see so, my text when i first sent it like i tried 40 to, minutes in no i tried to send it like you did you see it jared because i saw you i got it at 1003 so very much in yeah no things. yeah no literally you sent the text and i was mid-thought and you were like no i know i, know, I don't even know if it's recording and i stopped speaking and ethan was like yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I was so mad at you, honestly. Like, we could just fucking leave this in. I was so pissed at James because I was in the middle of starting my Edelman thing and I was getting on a roll <laughs> and I saw that text and it just stopped me dead in my tracks. Can I, can and I, then I probably took that out on Ethan. And now Ethan's mad because I took it out on him. This is all fucking james's fault as always all right so for a few oh, well, i'm gonna cut all this like no no time. keep it in all right okay, i gotta i gotta be reference. honest too after you say this fuck it we'll do it live <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say for future reference let's anytime there's an issue with the sound let's put it in this chat and not not text so that, no because the thing is why didn't we you, you don't you don't see that you always see you always see the um we should do that we we have like this handsome, but no, I gotta see you. I was I, when you when you were when you were going on, and as soon as I heard it, I started having like a little panic attack because I was like, I knew I know if I don't say something now and Ethan realizes it after, I'm not gonna That's lie right. and say I didn't hear it. So I was gonna be honest, and I was like, okay, it's either I text this now, I either cut off the conversation, or I just let it happen and act like I didn't hear it. It's okay. We ended yeah. up yelling anyway, so it would have been poor <laughs> audio quality either way. <laughs> The shit would have been in the red. I was you know what? That's really good. I can't believe we made it 10 whole episodes without us having like a real good fight. That's yeah, actually that shocking. Felt, I feel like like that felt really good. Yeah. That was I was nice. mad too for that. That's but that's the thing. And <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Sorry. <laughs> there are some podcasts where they would cut that out. And no. they'd be like, no, we don't want to. That's that's going to be the most compelling like like piece of podcasting oh. we've ever done, even though we probably didn't even make any Bro. sense. It's kind of interesting to listen someday to. We're, someday we're going to sell Team James, uh, Team Jarrett and Team Ethan t-shirts. <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> it's just Edward Westmore. and Jacobs with their heads cut off. <laughs> it just crossed off. Oh, dude, I was so happy because I was like, this is such good material. But then I was like, fuck, his, his, his mic quality is going to sound like shit. That's all right. Yeah, I mean... It, if we have one bag mic quality in like 11 episodes, it's not a big deal. Well, that um, conversation just totally gave me inspiration for a great topic that yeah. I cannot believe we haven't hit before. Please. Now that things are opening up, by the way, actually, I was just talking to to Kendra. And, you know, for our anniversary this year, we were thinking, which is actually coming up in. Oh, congratulations. Three days. Yeah. 45 years. Thank you. Hey, how old are you? Hey, Jared's actually 62. I'm actually, I, no, I'm only, I'm only 24, but I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's hard to explain. But, you know, we were thinking about planning something like, like doing like a little vacation now that we're uh, going to be COVID friendly, vaxxed and waxed, as, as our great friends would say. As we say. Uh, yeah. Um, I wax my vax. But as, as I was thinking about that, something that we should really start planning once we get vaxxed and waxed is, a is 
Yes. Yep. Something very romantic and sexual. No, Six Flags. Yes. And Bro. also a great topic uh, just to kind of be like, like Six Flags rides we're looking forward to. I just want to, I don't even care if this is coherent or not. James is a Six Flags guy. He can lead it after this. But when I think of Six Flags and I think of that funnel water park ride uh, where you just get that four person mm, tube and that place is the yes. best. Oh That's my the God. That's it the is so ride. incredible. What's my In the favorite? summer? We yeah. we go on that like a minimum of like three times. It's it's so good you don't even care that it just smells like piss and stuff. The people handing <laughs> the people handing you like us the tube must be like what the f- <laughs> why are they here again? <laughs> like, oh. And, like oh it, the worst part is when you're getting the tube because that that like tube waiting area that's where you really start smelling the pee. You're like oh, you're like my feet have been here for way too long. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel clean. You know what's weird is like. What I found is is the really intense rides, the ones that are supposed to be intense, like Bizarro, or like the really big roller coasters, the ones that go back. They're not that bad compared. Like all, there's always like these small ones that are like old. Yeah, that you don't think aren't yeah. that bad, but they're the like they fuck, your, they fuck up your stomach. They make you feel. Yeah, the wood ones hurts. are terrifying because those ones you're like, these were made a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's you know it rains and you know metal like whatever like, but they have like polyurethane all like the metal roller coasters and stuff but like the the wood ones you're like this stuff warps like yeah this has been here for like a hundred years it's like, like it's like you just see like this old guy spraying it with like a spray bottle he's like yeah that that's that should do it <laughs> he's rubbing a stick of butter on it i mean i don't know I, I i love bizarro is another one that to me is it's weird like once you get over because I, i'm not trying to sound like a tough guy like there's definitely some rides that when you're going, my, my thing is when you're going up, that's the only time where I'll ever get anxiety is. You don't like the share one, right? The new one that goes 300, 400 feet in there. Oh, so that's, so I can't do that or the cable cars. My, so we went to Mm -hmm. Canopy Lake park. Yeah. And we went with just my mother and my brothers and my mom would always go with my dad on the cable cars. Like that was her little thing that she liked to do. Yeah. And she was like, oh, like, would you go with me? Cause like, like your dad's not here. I was like, yeah, sure. I guess like whatever dog that mm. cable car is held up by a fucking coat hanger on, on a wire. And I'm like, if we get a good gust of breeze in the wrong direction, we are going to die. And I, you know, what's unbelievable is like my brain understands that it's nobody awesome. dies on cable cars. Like oh. <laughs> if there was like 50 people a year who died from cable cars, I feel like we would hear about it by now. But when I was on that cable car, I was fucking horrified. And my mom's like, what's the matter? Like, didn't you just go yeah. on like the crazy roller coaster? I'm like, yeah, but that was more safe than this. But it's weird because there's always like a two to one rule where like the two, the two of us, like one of us will irrationally be afraid of a certain ride, but the other two are like, <laughs> why are you afraid of this? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then we'll be it's up true. It's the really one ride true. I refuse to go on is that Goliath Towers one. Oh, dude, that I, one's so good. You see what I, I'm saying? I like that only, one too. Yeah, the only reason I refuse, like, one because I just like, I, I'm, I have a fear of heights, but I can, I can conquer it on most rides. But something. Well, that about, one you got to conquer your fear of heights backwards. Yeah, that's like fucked. Some, something yeah. about like the they pull you up and you just kind of hang there for a while. Like yeah. when I so. That kind of draws back to when I went to um, Lake Compounds with my family. There's a ride. Uh, they have one at Six Flags, kind of like it. Like you know how like the it'll be like an it's it's like Goliath Towers, but it's 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 at like a forty five degree angle. So like they kind of pull oh. you up forty five degrees, and you're just sitting there, and like you do like one loop, and then like you go backwards the way back. Um, 
we had just gone on like a water ride. So my my dad, my sister, and I get on this this roller coaster, and like you have the over over the shoulder straps and everything, and like it pulls you know it it starts pulling us back to like kind of wind us up and like and uh, you're you're facing forward but like I w- the person there was no person next to me I was alone, and I was still kind of wet from like the ride. <laughs> you're stuck in your thoughts. So I started like sliding out of my seat, and like my head was getting. Cl- <laughs> It was like getting closer oh. to like, dude. Is that the mind eraser? Uh, so no, it's no, the no. one that it's the one that goes like forwards and then backwards a little bit. That's what you were just saying, right? Yeah, yeah. So like same style. Like mind dude. eraser is the one where you just kind of hang, but like so the, I, you, you're right, you're right, you're right. I misspoke. Like, I was like, like I, I don't know. I was praying. You are not the only like, person that has shared. So. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend told me a story. I, it's, dude, this is the thing. I don't have concerns about the big roller coasters, but mm-hmm. that one, I don't remember what it's called, but the the it's it's really not even a very big roller coaster. It's like the seventh. Yeah, or no. s- it, it's like, it's it's very middle of the road. She Does that one on loop, that. loop and whatever. And yeah, like she it's said not- she went on that and her fucking chest restraint like wasn't secured. Like, and, oh. and like her dad had to like yeah. hold it. I'm like, dog. I don't fuck with that shit. Like, I, I just that's, don't. And that's the only thing. So I, uh, so just to preface kind of all of this, or not preface, but like to give a little context to everything, like this discussion. To middle here. fist. Middle fist. Yeah, that's the word. Um, we're like Shakespeare. We invent words as we, we go along. Uh, we are like Shakespeare and, bite that thumb. Hey. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> that's the name. The three of us have been kind of doing a on and off, but like a yearly trip to Six Flags since what junior year? No, it's uh, been yearly. James. Last year was the only one, only time we didn't go. Yeah, true. So, so James and I have been going since sophomore year of high school. Jared jumped on the year after that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like we we do it. We do try to do a trip every year, and we always try to end with um Bizarro or like I think it, now it's Superman again. Um, I like Bizarro more. Oh, Bizarro is so better. good. Purple but like is cool. Uh, so like that ride isn't that it's better at night because of the lights and everything, but like yes, um, it's not bad, but something for some reason about just it just being a lap strap like they they have like the, the oh, belt, yeah, yeah, belt yeah, yeah, yeah. and like the bar that comes down, but something about that horrified like I, we I, we'll do it like James and I I think we we did front row one one time, um, but like it's, it's just it's something it's about, not reassuring. I, I love, dude, honestly, like you guys say that, and I totally understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but I actually prefer that version than even the mind right. eraser because, oh, yeah. like, my little <laughs> bit of anxiety, and it's not even about the actual roller coaster for that one. Mm-hmm. My anxiety is like my feet dangling. Like, I'm always mm-hmm. worried, dog, some of those poles be looking real fucking close to my feet. And, and I, I know I, they're not, but I don't you know. What- it makes me so angry because they do that on purpose. They yeah. want it to look that cl- like obviously they have to like measure. It, so that's why they say like, oh, if you're seven foot, if you're Giannis, you can't come on this ride. But like, they make it so it's just close enough for you. Like, oh, <laughs> like every uh. time you go by, and like, and that's why I cannot stand. I loathe people who put their hands up on rides because like, oh yeah, yeah. Because I live with this like irrational, maybe a little rational fear that like if I were to do like things just go wrong for me. I'm not sure if you guys like 
have that same feeling, but like I'm like if I I would be the one to lose a hand. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I had those rides. I always had that thought. Like I feel like I'm gonna be that one for that less than one percent that something actually happens to. I had but, a thought. Oh, sorry, you go you go first. Yeah, yeah. This was quick. So you know, like the the really annoying water tube ride in the water park that that drops the platform under you. Yeah, yeah, the, super fast. It's like it's it's like being. Yeah. The flume? born again yeah i, I just had a thought no, what they... jared it's the one where you like you, you yeah, stand yeah. straight up and you cross your arms and like they it's just like, like half drop a second. You. oh yeah. the four oh my god yeah, yeah that was scary yeah. it's like my, my dad described it as being born again so I'm... i didn't like that <laughs> but no my concept is right because if you have the the one the reverse ones like goliath and yeah, minor yeah. racer what if they had it like shoot you down and then like it sucked you back up oh <laughs> how would they do that <laughs> You know what we should do that I feel like we haven't done in a long time? The Boston Tea Party. That's a good classic ride. Is that a Canopy Lake? Am I mixing up parks? <laughs> like a pastime. Yeah, I thought you wanted to just like dump tea in the river. No, you know the what? That might be a, a Canopy Lake it's ride. It's a Canopy? I feel like yeah, we, canopy, yeah. would, would we ever consider going to a different amusement park one time? I wouldn't like, do Canopy because, like, I like Canopy, but it's I think it's too small for, like, a I would do Canopy to, like, mess around for a we day. Gotta like, go, we I gotta wouldn't go expect days. much I would, I would do Canopy if we, were like, we stayed in New Hampshire, like, at my parents' place, and then just, like, did that for, like, an afternoon. Because Canopy's not too what, big. I know this is, like, a big jump, but imagine if we all went to, like, Florida, like, Universal and, and Disney. Universal's what's up. Like, that. that's... Like, as a group, that'd be fun. Universal's sick. But, uh, but yeah, Hershey Hershey's is a good park. That'd be fun. I've never like been. A, a, I've a never been to Hershey, Hershey either. Hershey has uh, Storm Chaser. Which yes, is that's like, like the that's like the Diesel Diesel roll. I, I'm like, down for that. Yeah, it, it's it twists at 90 mm. degrees uh, for like 180 for like 200 feet. <laughs> like I'm it, I'm I'm excited to check that out. That um, what is that in Pennsylvania though? Yeah, yeah, it's in it's in like Amish country, so it's cool. You can go like. Hit a like an amusement park and then go by go to like one of those Amish stores and get like really good like farm products, really cool. Um, so we got to. They also they also have a water coaster, where it's what? like Mind Eraser, but you don't really like it's not like wild. You kind of just like move around a little bit, like you know a couple drops or whatever. But yeah. people on the ground, like they set up water cannons, so, so they can just shoot you. <laughs> from the ground while you're on the water coaster and like i remember one time there was this lady who was just like just spent her whole day there just shooting people as they went by and after a while people started throwing shoes at her <laughs> oh <laughs> she was just hitting people in the face like she's like she's she doesn't even go with her family she just no, goes there by she herself was, she was just point, she was just pointing and laughing at people as she like shot them in the face with this water cannon so people yeah people started taking their shoes off and just throwing them at her she comes in like as soon as she's like the first one there every day and they're like hey gretchen she's like hey she brought just, my shoes she's she just booing <laughs> people as they go by boo <laughs> like gretchen is that a box with 35 shoes yep just went to goodwill but what if it was all a trick, right? And she just like resells these sneakers online or like the shoes that people throw at her. And she just well, it's actually they're worth money. more. You sell them on like the aftermarket as you know, Gretchen used yeah, water park shoes. She's it's like, a uh, was it like reclaiming like the, the, the sneaker heads who like find like ratty old shoes and redo them and then sell them for a profit? Uh, so uh, Kendra's sister lives in Georgia and she goes okay. to this home goods that's in like a rich area where some of the rich 
uh, Atlanta rappers and think what? It's <laughs> like Home Goods. <laughs> Kendra wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, buying hangers. KP. <laughs> KP feature. Whatever it is, like Salvation Army Home Goods thing. Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. Goodwill. Um, yeah there you go. <laughs> it's like and, oh, home goods is just like home <laughs> oh i understand now i'm I sorry <laughs> i didn't even catch that i think it's a good one oh. getting like a pack of socks for like 12 bucks <laughs> like, you, you got like a nice chair for your patio i mean home goods is great but i just i, I didn't think that was the the local shop we were talking about <laughs> Wait, so so they have like a bunch of bougie stuff at at the Goodwill. <laughs> uh, James, I just I did want to bring up. Um, I love how so for our listeners, uh, just to continue a little one last little uh, Six Flags topic. So, in our history of of us going every year, we always try to bring a fourth, maybe a fifth member with us. Um, oh, it's always. Nah. Only, only because Jarrett needs someone to go with him on Goliath, and neither of us is going on that ride. I'll, I'll go. I'll go on it with you this year. Is that a deal? All right. Well, I would if you need someone to go with him on the teacups, that kind of ruins my point. I was gonna say James and I you need to find a fourth person. We usually hit the Houdini ride. Oh, that ride is so of, cool. Yeah, like it's like a weird old carnival style. Oh, ride. I think I did that last year. Yeah, like you they, didn't like, like it. You did not like it. I remember. Around. It was weird, yeah. It makes you feel you like the whole room is spinning. Like it, so James and I always hit that when when the folks are on the Goliath Towers. Apparently he's abandoning uh abandoning me this year. No, I yeah. always back out of Goliath the last second. I think I've said I was gonna go on it, but you I, I distinctly remember you waiting in line for like a half hour and then like you text me like I can't do this and you I I don't know, like it just freaks me out. Uh Jared, so what is up with this uh this home goods or yeah, this oh yeah, language. I was I was just saying that. <laughs> they she goes there and like you can you can find some like legit name brand like expensive stuff that you can mm-hmm. resell on other websites for you know because oh yeah you know. like thrift shop like yeah like that's like a big thing now with like the the sneaker community is like they do like those like they'll go like thrift shopping and like just uh. They like revamp old sneakers to make them look nice. It's a little too Macklemore for me, honestly. I was just thinking this song was it? What? 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you know what's funny? I remember our, our friend Mac just being onto that song like three weeks before it got popular, <laughs> and it Bro. just became the number one song in the nation. Mac always does things that just are like weirdly ahead, and then like yeah. it always comes up later. I remember he was using a foil shaver in in um. In high school, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" It's it's like a, it's like the you know, it's you just like cut this out. Like, like just just cut this. Just cut this. I'm, I'm done. No, no, no I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> like a like a, like a T buzzer, like that like a barber uses. Just look at I don't know how to explain it. They're like it's like I I, I legit cannot All explain right, it. Yeah, Listeners at home, just terrible. look up T shaver. But now um, like a lot of barbers are using them, and I remember he would use it in his car, and I'm like, it was a, yeah, it was a T shaver. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not a t- it's, it's a foil shaver. All right, now oh, I'm oh, you. The, oh, I know what you mean for like the under part and like yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like I, a, it's like I necessarily just start screaming at you like you guys. Are- <laughs> like you just start saying the exact same things that I was saying in the other fight <laughs> doesn't even make sense. But no, okay, so we got to ask our audiences real quick when you're watching this. 
what is your favorite roller coaster ride from your childhood? Mm. And uh, time to answer right now. They'll get back to us when they catch up on the episode. <laughs> Send us some fan mail. Um, is, it, is it time to wrap up rappers? Yeah. So oh, YSO. We uh, oh. we we've put in a a solid <laughs> oh, effort sorry. on listening to Fifty States. Some states and their rap scenes. I think Wyoming defeated us. We we didn't uh, even get through fifteen states. No. And so we we had some fun. We've had some laughs, some cries. Uh, we've some lost gigs. some. We've lost some people along the way. Oh, that's um, just sad. But you know, no, we we persevered through it. But why Wyoming beat the shit out of us. And <laughs> I think this might be the end of our of our weekly uh, we, we, random we, we state can. listening. Also, we're running out of states that are kind of random. So like, <laughs> at the end of the you're like, oh, what was she about California? Like, All right, my <laughs> rapper was Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of sounds like Jay-Z. <laughs> Let me tell you about this guy, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, yeah. To kind of wrap it up, our... We oh, skipped last week because uh, a co-host who will go unnamed forgot to listen. Um, it was an accident. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll start. My my artist was Y O. I think it it's a pun on Wyoming. Yes, gotta be. Um, I really hope so. And imagine so- like everyone from Wyoming just thinks the abbreviation is Y O. <laughs> like, what? W-Y doesn't sound cool. <laughs> so, uh, I... Let's hear it. Wasn't my kind of style Ready. of music. He's... Oh, uh, hater. No, no. I, I, I'm not gonna hate. Like, he... He does some, like, sad boy kind of music. Like, like you know, like, in in your feels kind of music. Is it um, rap or singing? Mix of both. So, like, okay. the rap wasn't really my thing. It was like that fast, like like, yeah, like the white guy kind of right, like the the fast logic, logic stuff, yeah. Um, mm. and like trying to constantly throw a punchline in, like every other every other okay. bar, and like I, that's, I mean, it takes a level of creativity, but it's just not my kind of style of music. We've kind of been experiencing that a lot with the past few states. Yeah, I think I think just it's just like when certain like states aren't just around other areas like that that seems to be what's becomes adopted like the yeah like i think everything has to start with that kind of style and like they they start learning from everywhere else but when you're from like a mid the middle of nowhere i hate to say that but like wow i mean um, wyoming kind of qualifies to be honest yeah i hate to say yeah but yeah so like it, it i think like there's there's some talent there. I, I just it, it's not my, not my kind of music. Uh, James, is there is, go is next? there a, quickly Sorry. is there is there a song you would recommend like the one you like the most? And no, no, no. I, I we'll just edit that. Out. I also I also yeah, didn't have a song to recommend. This I week. did. It's no it's no offense, but yeah. Is it is your similar? Is your is your gonna be like a similar take? It was like yeah. I mean, if 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 yours was actually good, then I'll I'll just slide mine in next because you, you yours was I thought yours was the most promising. Truthfully. Yeah. Um mine was Lucasi. Okay. Um a cool sounding name actually found on Apple Music, which is always a pleasant mm-hmm. surprise. Um 
I found him to be a little bit nasally. His, his oh. voice, his voice actually sounds a little bit like my boy Jody High Roller, Riff Raff. Oh, okay. Um, and you know, I I wouldn't totally categorize it in that vein, but it was it was somewhat Riff Raffish. I mean, it was it was, it was fun rapping. I mean, nothing that was like you know, it's. It's it's rap music. It rhymed like it met the right. it met the criteria for for verbiage and syntax. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know the production was very tight, like tighter than I expected. There was some old school influence beats, which I'm always you know kind of a kind of interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's 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 almost this is like kind of one of the reasons why I thought this state would be a good one to end on because it's like when you get to these upper echelon random states, mm-hmm. I think the thing you find more often than not unless it's like a cool state like Hawaii or what was the first one we listened to? N7 and Plap. First one is uh, Oklahoma. Oh my God. Yeah. That was sick. Unless yeah. like a, a place like that, that seems to have some specific, you know, like influence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's a lot of the best guys have the best production and they have some solid beats, but you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's 75 out of 100. Yeah. rap overall you know it's c plus and there's nothing wrong with it i mean no it's, it's a lot better good. than it's a lot better than what i could do certainly i'm not i'm not you know i'd sound like an idiot if i tried to do this stuff but you know it just wasn't anything that i'd listened to twice right give us yeah. a bar no please don't. uh <laughs> let me go back to n7 and pop for that james uh when i get hit us with your the final uh yeah. random artists yeah, so I mean, like, I wasn't trying to overhype it. It was, I would say it's along the same lines. I was just able to find one song that I was like, I don't mind this. Like, this is okay. actually decent. It was Hallelujah by Doc Seuss. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just kind of like, you know, it's one of those serious, I got a story to tell kind of rap songs, you know, like it was just personal. I wasn't like, I'm, I'm the greatest MC in clever bars or whatever, but I, I didn't mind it. I would say it's the same thing. Like, he had a lot of the same things as the other artists did, but all in all, I didn't mind ending off on Doc Seuss. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Wyoming. Yeah, thank you, Wyoming. I guess. Um, <laughs> so I have I, I have a, an interesting question for you guys. Uh, move into our next topic. Hell yeah. Just an interesting hypothetical here. Oh, man. How many pizza ingredients could you put on a burger before oh. it becomes a pizza burger? Mm. what so like you think think about like you know your burger is just like you know patty bun maybe some cheese okay how many ingredients can you put on it like pizza ingredients before it becomes a pizza burger like honestly not many think so okay yeah I've never had a pizza burger I I I will say oh you mean like the number actual pizza burger the number one ingredient that can be on a non-pizza burger that comes to mind is mushroom. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, pepperoni. If you put pepperoni on a burger, aren't you kind of leaning towards a pizza burger? Oh, that's what you mean. Some if you say. put, I, you wouldn't put sausage on a burger. So you, it depends on the kind of. <laughs> it it will in my weird. country. <laughs> <laughs> what about anchovy? Oh no! On a burger? Oh. Like. 
I'm not a huge pizza guy. That's the issue. Like buff, yeah, see, like buffalo chicken. You wouldn't put buffalo chicken on a do burger. You'd be do you like calzones. Do you like calzones? Yes, I love it. Okay. I love ben Wyatt. I know everybody. Everybody who doesn't like pizza always fucking likes calzones. Yeah. Well, it's not that I don't like pizza. It's just that I, don't I have it. like my go-to pizzas. I, I, I'm not a good person to think of an array of pizza toppings. I would say honestly, I think there's two. Pizza toppings that you could put on a burger without it being called a pizza burger. I think it's okay. only cheese and mushroom. As crazy as that sounds, mm. I'm sure I'm overlooking. I feel like yes. you can't include vegetables because, like, it's but like, okay, how many so, pizzas yeah. have like just straight up green peppers on them? Like, uh, a lot of veggie, like like the everything pizza. What about olives? Olives is not a burger topping. Not at all. Yeah, not yeah. really. No, but I think Jared is a point. Like, I. And like I think we should disqualify a lot of like vegetables because like it, you know it's like oh I'm gonna get lead like you know spinach I'm gonna like, like you could throw spinach but you on wouldn't a burger. even but like would you really put spinach yeah. on a burger I'd rather do spinach than lettuce because like I, I'm not a lettuce like I don't like ice you can't lettuce. put spinach on a burger that's a weird no dude I, honestly like I I would put spinach over lettuce in a salad like my salads are like. 30 a, to 40 percent spinach yeah I think I'm I'm 100 percent like I, I'd rather do any of the alternatives for. But all right, I'm not, like, like lettuce, the, the only part about like you can't just have like a soggy piece of lettuce. Like the reason why lettuce yeah, yeah. goes on a burger is because it crunches despite the gross grease beneath it. If you put spinach on top of a burger, I mean spinach is fine, but it's really just it's see, getting I, no, lost I, in the sauce. No, but see, I don't, I don't need the the lettuce to crunch because I usually throw like you know some red onion on there too. So like it's it's. Got a, it's got a got a crunch on it. Crunch. Maybe some pickles so and stuff. What's the spinach even doing? Wait, wait. I, it I makes have... me feel like I'm being healthy. Your I... spinach is fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I have all right. I have a list. As, of... I, as I'm consuming like copious amounts of meat and grease, I'm like, oh, I got some spinach on here. I'm, I'm, That's I'm hey, doing you know okay. What? I don't mind that. I don't mind that. All right. So I have pizza toppings here. I'm just gonna ask. Right. I'm gonna say them out loud, and you you guys say if it makes it a, a pizza burger. Uh, I'm not gonna. Serious. I'm not gonna participate. I'll count. All right, that's fine. I'll just, I guess I'll just say it and then I'll be silent. Okay. <laughs> All right, black olives or just olives in general. That's that pizza. No. No. No? Broccoli? No. Oh, no. What? Spinach. You already covered the spinach. You guys have different opinions. Ethan's got a yes. I got a no. Interesting. Anchovies, yes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, so not regular tomatoes, but like roasted tomatoes. No. That's. Like honestly, I don't think that you would put roasted cherry tomatoes on a burger. I just don't. I, maybe yeah. I'm just a poor person. No, chicken. no, no I, chicken. I, no chicken no. burger. That's not honestly, even, could you imagine if somebody <laughs> gave you a cheeseburger and there was just like two chicken tenders <laughs> on it? You would be. So, That's like, called the Arby's would, Meat Mountain, my guy. <laughs> I would be <laughs> uncomfortable consuming that. Like I would be so. No, I'd like, leave. I'd leave. I'd be like, I'm not. I love both of those things individually. Yeah. I could not take chicken tenders on a burger. It's because, like, like sacrilege. How do you, how do you like the, one of those things is going to be done wrong? Like. Like something even if they're both oh. the best thing I've ever had, I just don't want yeah. them the same bite on you, top of each it's, other. It's like when you go to a restaurant and they've got like a like a book size menu, and it's like they're doing seafood, uh, they're doing nachos, they're doing Chinese food. You're like, wait a minute, like <laughs> something's not being made right here. <laughs> like, wait, if I can just take a brief, like uh, James, you gotta keep your finger on whatever you're on. There's yeah. a place by me that literally meets exactly what you're saying. I kind of <laughs> like it, but it's. So it scares you. 
It scares me a little It's bit. a bagel place with a drive-thru, right? It's oh, It's okay. got, like, oh. good bagels, good coffee and stuff like that, right. some breakfast sandwiches. Right. It is also, like, a summery sort of walk-up place. Okay. That sells ice cream, like, 26 flavors and stuff like that. Two different, two different fried seafood, clams, all, right, all, right, now you got me. all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, like, dude, it's like, shack. I was okay. It's, I it's was like a okay summer with... shack, but they yeah. also sell pasta. They have like pasta and meatballs. I'm like, right, what are you doing there? That's fucking random. Something's not going to be made right. Like, there's just too much going but on. The fact that they're like a bagel place by day and like they're making fucking. <laughs> like clam strip rolls by night is just I don't I was, know if that sits right with me. I was okay with bagels and ice cream, but then when you threw in like like clam strips, clam yeah, strips, and then Italian food, <laughs> they're sautéing <laughs> seafood at night. Like I don't, I don't know about that. Like, can you? Imagine I mean, listen, if, when you guys come up, we'll definitely end up up there. So, <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine being the chef? Like, like it's our we got a so we got a pasta and we we're gonna need a uh, and everything with with cream cheese please. And, imagine, and, and then throw a Sunday banana, banana split, yeah. I'm actually trying to ask him the specials for the night, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Is so our uh, our specials? said, "Do you guys have any specials for the night?" They're just like, "Fuck you, please, just order something." <laughs> the menu's huge. Yeah, the special thing is whatever the fuck you order. <laughs> it's like it's all, even- it's all special here, buddy. Imagine, imagine it wasn't even like that. Like you think it's like that, but they just order food from like some other place, and then they make you pay more for it. <laughs> Yeah, like it, it passed like noon, and they're like, "All right, we're charging you double for this bagel." <laughs> Are they initially a bagel place though? Is that like their claim? Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, are they like initially a bagel place? Is that like the, the so? First? It's like weird. So it's called. No, I'm not gonna totally dox myself, but it's called City Name Ice Cream, and. Uh, oh, they don't even have food in the name. Well, no, that's that's the thing. It's it's literally called ice cream. So I'm like, this is interesting. <laughs> but they got like summer, sh- like summer shack is a perfect way to describe it. Right. But also, in the same place, it says cafe bagel. <laughs> you like, and cafe bagel is like a is thing. Is it a big place? Or is it small? Like it's it's pretty big. Okay. And there's like a house on top of it. Like somebody definitely lives above there and just spends Which is 24 fine. hours a day. Yeah. They wake up in that house. They go downstairs. They make bagels. Then they make sandwiches and roast beef for lunch. And then they make pasta, clam strips, and ice cream. You know what They're I like, bet is the oh. best thing they make? I bet it's the sandwiches. I bet the sandwiches are out of this world. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like we got clam strips from there and they were pretty good. Like they were, they're, they're solid. I mean, they're, I don't, I just don't, I don't know why. My brain is telling me that they make any person who has that much diversity in their life, like they're making a a sensational Italian. Like, yeah, you're probably right. That's a good. That's a good way to think of it. We gotta test it out. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Have you guys ever had a um, shrimp po' boy? Oh, I love Popeye's po Popeye's oh. shrimp po' boy. Good yeah, lord, <laughs> excellent. It's great in the summer. You know what's crazy? Like that's actually where my Popeye's love started. Back in the day, before I even knew what was good, like I remember some girl I was dating once, like her mother like wouldn't let us go to the Providence Place Mall because it was too, too violent, too many crimes had happened there, too many murders, quote unquote, whatever. Oh, <laughs> we grew up in, uh, we grew up in the trenches as the, 
not really, no, not really, but, not at all. But like Providence Place Mall, whatever. My dad would take us there all the time and be like, "Dude, Popeyes, it's it's yeah. it's totally worth everything you have to go through for it." And I, before I even knew how good the chicken was. I would go get the, like, whatever it is, number 13 or 14, Trump Poe Boy. They'd be like, really? Like, nobody ever even orders this. Jared that was like, shit hey. is so good. Jared was like, hey, I'm poor. I'm going to get the thing that says poor on it. Like, hey, one Poe Boy for the Poe Boy. <laughs> you know what's funny is Popeyes lives up to every meme about it. Like, the first time I went to a, a Popeyes in Boston, like, I've, I've been before, but, like, I went in Boston. And the question. One by Fenway. Yep. The question for me was not, what can I get you? It was, what? It was the fuck do you want? <laughs> I was like, bro, the Popeyes, the Popeyes on Chem War, that's just a fucking war zone. I remember there was one time I was lucky enough to be working on a BU building mm-hmm. that was right over there. And, and I would go there for lunch whenever I could. And they were just like, they were under similar stress that I imagine mm-hmm. the emergency room surgical the generals <laughs> are under. Like it is just so intense. You I just, watched a fist fight happen. In you there. just you just want to be like so like not impactful. Like, You're so like, hello, there, man. Right? Can I just the have fist- a number nine? I'll take whatever you give me, though. Like yeah, when honestly, I say, it doesn't matter. When I say I, I watched a fist fight, it was between employees. <laughs> like employees, <laughs> employees were fighting. Can I please get a waffle? <laughs> but bro, it's so stressful, but it's so worth it, right? At the end, like you're oh, so. Oh, it's so worth oh, it, dude. And, and you know it's amazing. There's a Popeyes twenty. Minutes from us. There, there was one. There was one in where I was at, like near the Bronx, and it was like that all the time. I remember I would go there, and then they actually had to shut down, like during the drive-through, because too many of the employees were having like issues with each other there. Dude, that's the thing, though. Like there, there was there was one pop, and I, I gotta say this tactfully, there was one Popeyes in North Providence. There I is? feel like yes, it was like on like Charles Brown Street. I don't know if that's what it's called. Oh, Chad. Chad Brown Street, yes. That's Providence. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yes. that's not North Providence. That's yes. Providence. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's in a, I don't know what you're talking about. It is in yeah. a tough area. We know exactly what Jared's talking about. That Popeyes yeah. makes the best food. The best food, food yeah. By far. Of course. And that's the thing. I find that there is in, in this Popeyes that I go to that's in uh, you know, Lemonster, mm-hmm. that one is you know, it's not like a, it's not in a bad area, but it's like in a fine area. Well, it's just like stop Fujinon, and shop. Fujinon is good. Have you been to a stop and shop? Like, I, 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 I'm a, you know, we're from Pawtucket. So like, obviously we're not from these, these fucking bougie ass areas, but like, have you been to like a, like a stop and shop in like the middle of Providence or like in the middle of CF? It's different. Everything's better in there. Yeah. Like they just have, ev- like they have like, because like they, they stop and shop makes them for play. Like, like the area that it's like in, like the the fancy students. So the better seasonings and the better like prepared chickens are in CF and like Providence. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Like everything is better in the other area, like anywhere else. Like because I go to the one in North Providence, like the one right over the like, over the line. That one's um, sad. I'm kind of out on Stop and Shop, honestly. It's not that great, yeah. So we have a Hannaford's by us, which Hannaford's is, is fire. totally, yeah. totally random. Hannaford's is like. Uh, market basket, but on drug, like just better. Like, uh, honestly, I I think if I had to pick one, I'd pick market basket. Well, the only reason I said I said Hannaford's is because market basket, like it's great. The prices are amazing, but nothing is anywhere. Like, market basket's just not exciting. Like, there's nothing exciting. There's nothing sexy right. about market basket. You know, <laughs> Hannaford's. It's, it's like 
they've got like peanut butter in the juice section. Like, how does that yeah. make any sense? It's, it's depressing going to Market Basket. I, 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 the one near here, it just feels like you're just, you're just like a. Like it's where things go to Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. Also, the, Hannah, the employees... you know why Hannaford's gets the better, like, 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 uh, recognition because i feel like so many of us go on vacation in like the new hampshire-ish main areas and they got hannaford's up there so you you think of hannaford's you're like oh vacation they also have sensational cookies like the 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 made cookies in the store they've we bought we uh we bought a couple up and then uh, james you were there like we we brought them up to new hampshire and like those are from hannaford's and like the the, oh yeah those are good with the caramel cooked into it oh my god they're amazing not to try um, those. Market Basket just feels like you have to survive. Like well, the thing about Market Basket is they're not they're not a union. Like I think Hannaford's is. I know Stop and Shop is. Like those are union jobs. So like, okay. like they get raises every year. Like they they have like benefits and everything. So like everyone at Market Basket is miserable because like it's just like a like an and and bro, it's crazy because it's literally yeah. just all like sixteen year olds like miserable yeah. Yeah, yeah. that are working there. That's why like when when you like when you talk to someone at like a like a Stop and Shop like. They're usually in good spirits because they're making like decent. And they're usually money. older like, too. Yeah, they're like yeah, yeah. Because like they've been there for a couple of years. Like they, they're they're tenured or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, market basket. They just it's just like kids. Like it's just it's like go to a Walmart. Like hey, where's this? Nah, I don't know. And obviously, yeah. like teenagers aren't gonna give a shit. Like yeah, what the fuck you're doing? That they you ever ask anyone at Walmart where something is? No, I don't. Like, try. I'd be like, I'd be like, they hate it. Where's the where's the cards? Like I don't know. It's the They're way. literally just like the same like, in every other fucking Walmart. It's the exact <laughs> same setup every fucking. Walmart. Well, you know, the, the the one near me got rid of like the card section, like the right? like the gaming card section. Okay. Um, yeah. I know, like, mine has that. There's there's a because uh, like of COVID a, or like even before. I don't know. I think so because they, they it's like masks now. Like you know how like every super like every big store has. Like the gaming cards next to the registers, like it's always for some reason it's just always like right in the front of the store. Yeah. Um, this one always had it, and like there's just like this Pokemon tin thing called like the Shining Destiny or whatever. Okay. But it had like it's James. It's it's like the most recent generation, but it's like the shiny versions of the Pokemon. And okay. Okay. They have like a chart, like the it's the di- uh, Gigantamax shiny charizard card that Ooh. is like it's selling for like nine hundred dollars yeah so like but the other ones are like the other ones like it like you know like the it's the full card so it's like they take up the whole thing yeah kind of thing um so there's other ones for the the, the, the dynamax stuff and like things like that but like they're selling for crazy amounts of money and obviously like resellers figure this so you're, stuff so out you're looking they, for them like you're trying to see if yeah like, like it was it said it was in stock oh. there and I was Target like, oh shit, because people are reselling them for like way more than what they're three hundred dollars. It's like a fifty dollar tin. Um were you so sad I, to see that they got rid of it? That's also like the base. Well, I was like I was like scouring the store. I'm like, where is this? So I, I asked an employee, I was like, hey, where's like the, the, the like the pl- <laughs> the gaming cards? Like they, it's like, like cuz they don't even sell Yu-Gi-Oh! Like like we you know like they, they sell like Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they had like the tops cards, they had Yeah, it, it's all like this. You know tops like, yeah, right, like, that's baseball. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like the top like the tops cards are gone. Like everything's gone. I was like I'm honestly I, I hate to be a contrarian. I remember those sections in Target, not Walmart. No, so uh so the 
the one next to you is like a no, super, no, no. I, re- no, I remember Walmart. them. I remember them in Walmart in the checkout aisles. I don't yeah, remember yeah. Own. So like, and also the one next, like the one near me in Providence is, uh, is Super Walmart. So it has like the oh, the, the market and stuff. Um, so like, but it was always there. So I asked the employee. I was like, "Hey, where are the cards?" And like, oh my god! Like she had to go to like three other employees. They're like looking on the phone. They're like, "We have it." I'm like, "Okay." And then after like 20 minutes, I never want to hassle any like employee ever in anything because like my life's goal is to just not make anyone upset with me. Oh yeah. But like. They spent so much time looking, and after like twenty minutes, they're like, "Yeah, it would be by the register." I was like, "I was just over there, and it's not there." And they everything's were like, NFTs, man. And they asked me, "Are you sure it wasn't there?" Walmart like, employees like, "Yeah, man, you just gotta get NFTs." Like, no, I, I just want fucking cards, bro. Have you heard of Forex? Like, let me, <laughs> let me hook you up. No, it's a jelly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was. That was my ta- <laughs> that was my tangent about uh <laughs> about like Pokemon doors. Oh. Um, all right, are so, we ending off on that? I guess what? we are now. Oh no no no, we can we can keep, we can keep this going for a little bit. Um, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. That was that was awkward. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be honest. My attention is gonna be elsewhere for the next three minutes as Jason Tatum just hit a three. To make it forty points for him tonight, yeah. 109 Warriors. Him and you guys want to you want to just do like a like a live like a live talk well, of the game. You, yeah, you know what's amazing is that. Oh my God, Tatum is shot again. the The fact that Tatum and Steph Curry are going shot for shot, each mm-hmm. having forty points tonight, makes me fucking excited. Mm. Very I excited. You're gonna get more graphic with that. Like, <laughs> I was, but uh, I decided to make yeah. it PG. I'm also I, like, a, like three seconds behind because I have like the the streaming stuff. I gotta say, man. By the way, while we're at this little post show thing, yeah, I've been having some issues. You know, I I I love the Bill Simmons podcast, mm-hmm. and he's a big Red Sox fan. He's a big Boston sports fan in general, mm-hmm. and um, you know. He was upset about the Mookie Betts Red Sox trade. Right. He has decided to oh, fucking Kemba. He has decided to forgive the Red Sox for it mm. because the Red Sox are really exciting this year. They're really fun to watch this year. They've won like a zillion games in a row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My genius master plan was because YouTube TV dropped Nesson for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was going to be like, well, the Red Sox are assholes for trading Mookie bets. Anyways, I'm not going to watch them. I'll pick a new team. Now I kind of want to watch them. Mm-hmm. Like my freaking family keeps texting me about them. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to change my streaming service. So <laughs> we're in a tough spot. What do you have are you on YouTube? YouTube TV. Yeah, I like it yeah. a lot. But I have Fubo. Fubo is the one that has Nesson. I liked. So we went from Fubo to YouTube TV because Fubo got rid of Nesson. And then it's fucking TV had it. This is what's going to happen. YouTube TV is just going to buy back Nesson. It's going to be fucking stupid. I, this is what I hate about it. Like I refuse to play this stupid game where we're doing like, like we canceled Netflix. We decided that Netflix was getting the boot, even though they got some good stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I just use mine if you want. (laughs) 
I wouldn't mind. I, I'll give you. Yeah. I got Discovery Plus. We got Discovery Ooh, Plus for. Uh, I trade for. I trade Netflix for that. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Good. Discovery Discovery Plus is good. We got the ghost shows on there. They're really good. Are you doing streaming trades right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you want? We'll do streaming <laughs> trades and dynasty trades. I'll give you a first round pick and uh, yeah. Disney yeah. Plus for. I'll give you uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes and and HBO Go. For- <laughs> oh, actually, Ethan, I don't give a shit about this, but what did you guys see the tweet from uh, Game of Thrones suggesting? Oh my God. Suggesting that they might I don't even know what they're suggesting they could possibly do I that saw was, somebody was basically saying They might just remake the last season And be like hey sorry we fucked this up Can people, we get a redo People have been calling for that for a long time But I just remember like Trill Withers He, he just like quoted it And he was like go to hell like, Mark, Marcus Smart one for nine For the whole night he hits Finally the biggest fucking three of the game. The biggest three. The Boston's on an 8-0 run. But yeah. I mean, oh, what are we talking about? Um, yeah, so like. You guys suck at doing Tr- a lot. Tr- Trill said, Trill just quoted it was like, go to hell. Like, fuck that person on the account. Tatum, let's go. I'm Tatum so just hit the go-ahead layup. He just took. You know what I love about Tatum. I'm sorry, I'm just interrupting you, Ethan. I'm so excited. That's nah, fine. I'm behind. Tatum. Son. Tatum's new default, and this is what we saw his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Tatum was so good at shape shifting towards the basket. Like he would just attack the basket, and his hand would be next to the backboard, and he would just kiss it in. You'd be like, mm. "How does he do that every time? It's amazing. It's unstoppable." Literally. And then his sophomore, and then he just chef's kiss. <laughs> and then his sophomore year. No offense, started playing with Kyrie, started doing this, you know, mid-range, you know, dribbly game, which ended up benefiting him in the long run, but it really set him back. Now he's back to his first instinct. arguing? I don't know. He's arguing with the refs that he should be better at shooting threes, but his ability to do so just evaporated two years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel Draymond's great. I love him, but I mean... He is a shell of his former self. I know. I I, I didn't even not even that. I just didn't understand what he was. What was I think he, he arguing? Like a I think he just or? he big mad. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> we've been there. Yeah. You know, wow. they got attendance back in the garden. It's it's like is it like ten percent? Like okay. nothing. But I would I would I would like fourteen percent or whatever. I'd spend a couple once we're vaxxed and waxed. I'd spend a couple bucks and go vaxxed. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Dude, I can't, like, I'm so excited. Like, when we're fully vaccinated, I'm just so excited to go to Longhorn. Things. And just, <laughs> just, like, just get, like, things. a nice mango margarita and, like, a steak out to eat. Like, mm-hmm. we've gotten takeout, obviously, and takeout food is still exciting, like, very exciting. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, like, I had worse, like, uh, like quarantine, like, a mental state, like, a month ago. Mm-hmm. But, like the thought of just getting to go to a restaurant and do uh, like that normal thing. And, and, but not only, obviously you could do that now, but the thought of being able to do it with no, nothing on your conscience, no worries, no fears, like uh, that's just going to be unbelievable. It's going to be, what a wild idea that that's like, that was our regular life. Yeah. A year ago. And now it's like, Dude, oh, I always, I always wonder the long-term stuff. Like how are we going to talk about this? Like, with our kids and stuff, Kemba just hit the craziest dagger cardiac step Kemba, back baby. That was as cardiac Kemba as it gets, man. I gotta say, we talked about him earlier on this podcast mm-hmm. and said that he looked, he did look rough. Mm. But 
a couple podcasts ago, mm-hmm. more recently, I had mentioned that I was listening to some old stuff that mm-hmm. I was pontificating about the abrupt start of the season. I'm about to watch How- the camera shut. So I'm behind. Uh-oh. Uh- <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Oh, what just happened? So daggy. Oh, I love him. Um, But yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of those guys where he was, oh my God. I'm not even going to ruin it for anything. Yeah, but, don't ruin it for me. Um, He's one of those guys where he probably thought that he was going to be able to start the season three months later than he actually did. Right. And he thought that he was going to have more time to rehab his knee. Yeah. Tatum was just down for a second. If oh. Tatum, like Tatum getting a serious injury is probably like one of the top 10 worst things to happen. I, to probably I, the bottom 10, but. For all of our, our, our Denver listeners, I'd like to give our serious condolences. Yeah, that sucks. What's the score? There's just nothing. There's zero, uh, zero, zero, zero point zero redeeming things about that injury. The timing of it is terrible. The 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 season impact is terrible. The thing, the impact for Jamal Murray is terrible. The experience, just watching it, was terrible. It it sucked on all fronts. And like being robbed of like another like like. Jokic is playing, you know, great ball, but like just Jokic is playing MVP level ball. They're gonna make the play. Like, obviously, they're making the playoffs, but like being robbed of like Murray on a essentially better team mm. in the playoff. Like Jokic last, is watching in- watching Murray last year in the playoffs was just he was amazing. Yeah. We see what he's capable of in short stretches, and Jokic is. I mean, he right now I think is the favorite for MVP and I think in so, Las Vegas. Yeah. Um. If Jamal Murray was healthy, they were a really legit sleeper candidate to 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 make a deep run in the playoffs. I don't think they make it out of the West, but I think that yeah, it would be a deep. Well, a now, deep now definitely not. Yeah. But I mean, it 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 sucks. I mean, I just I there's there, I I want to oh, beat teams. Son but of a, I was looking at you when I missed it. Uh, I like good, what, I'm, hey. Oh, did I did I tell you so? Um, this, I think you, you might've seen it in our group chat, but th- this week I, I was feeling spendy on the Bruins side and I wanted to get a Bruins sweater and I know I wanted to get a McAvoy one. Cause you know, he's a BU guy. Like uh, he's going to be like the next, the next tenured Bruin for hopefully. Was that the, was that the guy you were talking about from your school? Yeah. Um, we lived in the same building. So I was like, oh, I'll just get like a, a Charlie one or whatever. And then I found it was so like the with the sale that was going on, on the Fanatics website, I think it was 30% off. So I was getting I could have got a sweater for like 140. But for an extra like 90 bucks, which I did, um, it was it was a Charlie McAvoy sweater. But on the seven for the seventy three, he's it's signed by him for the date that he scored his first NHL goal, and it's one yeah. of seven. It's one of seven. Are you gonna Are you gonna get like a nice like glass frame? Yeah, I'm frame gonna hang it. it. Yeah, it's awesome. The wall. I mean, that's it's the thing. Cool. Like, if if you have a piece, honestly, the the thing about that, Ethan, and, and you know, I I feel this way a thousand percent. Mm. Like, even if nobody ever thinks that it's as cool as you think it is, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, if you think it's cool to have it in your house hung up, then fucking yeah. hang that shit. Like, and I like my we've never had like. My dad and I are talking about it. Like we we've never had like that one piece to like 
to hang up like the the, the cool signed thing. Yeah. Um, I can sign some. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, like that commercial where he's like, and this is a sign that was signed by the entire 90s Bulls team. Yeah, I did some with my right and some with my left. But nah, I can I can do like some jungle love thing. I can do it on my mixtapes. Oh, can you do a Michael Jordan signature? Yeah, probably. Who can make can, some you do a, can you do a Babe Ruth signature? If you tell me how to spell that. <laughs> James just writes it in like straight up just like letters, like not even like like cursive. It's in wi- in wingdings. But no, I think you should do it though. I think that'd be cool, a nice piece for the house. I yeah, uh, it'll be coming in not next week, but the week after. I'm looking. Yeah, I reeled that back in. I'm sad that I can't like wear it, but my, my mom was like, "Just get one you can wear." I was like, "All right, mom, don't tell me how to spend my money." Uh, <laughs> but uh. I was also worried about buying a jersey because I have the worst jersey curse. But knock on wood, uh, he who will not was named earlier but will not be named because of this statement. He's doing pretty good tonight. Uh, number eight on the Celtics. Um, remember, remember at Saints, you. Oh, actually, we could probably cut that out, right? That's fine. But no, anyways, remember when when they would have like the whatever like the clothes that we could buy and put our names on it, and I'd always embroidered a number on me you and like did? only yeah you'd always get annoyed because like only athletes would do like their number but i would always put like 21 for my birthday oh my god <laughs> i, do I just remember that i just remember you like going around at like the fbla things and like oh. asking the like the state president to sign your shit <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> he, he was he was annoying so yeah no i was like because I, I didn't Honestly, like how that's he was the active. most that's the most attention that freaking kid ever got in his entire life and I would ask him annoying questions too, like uh, like I was, I was just trying to be like, what is it a stand? Just don't know the shit. He was like, look, man, we're just trying to have this conference for like eight hours today. All right, you guys got a field trip. Let's just go home. <laughs> Me and James were the worst at those things because we'd only sign up for one event, and we'd always somehow end up in the finals because like everyone else would drop out. Well, you guys, you guys remember that like our the teacher was gonna stop doing it, and she was like. <laughs> I'm not doing this next year. Like, unless something crazy happens, like one of you become like a, 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 a state officer or something, which will never happen. I'm not doing this. And I was and then like, you get up there, you get up there on like a, a polo in jeans. And you were like, I want to be the treasurer. Like this guy. <laughs> what was the joke you made? You made like a few jokes and that's how you, I literally, I, I, I said nothing about like business or anything. I was just like, I was just kind of funny. I was like, I think you said you didn't want the job. <laughs> no, I, I, I was like, I was like, I would look so good in Navy blue blazer. That's like, y'all, right. sh- y'all should vote for me. And like the person I was running against probably like actually did a lot of work and like thought about it and stuff. And she was just like, what the fuck? Like this kid's gonna win like seventy to thirty because he just made a joke and I didn't. Like <laughs> this big sweaty rule. <laughs> this big sweaty kid's gonna whoop my ass in this election. <laughs> and I, when I tell you, I did not do a lick of work for that. Like, I, I was supposed to like take notes for the meetings and stuff. Like we'd go out to eat and I'd like take some notes and stuff. And and they'd be like, "Do you guys have any ideas for like FBLA this year?" And I'd be like, <laughs> just get up I, I don't know. Yeah, like. These breadsticks, though. They these breadsticks are good. Are we, oh, are we get another round of these. <laughs> They're like, Yo, oh this, my god, this, this guy gets this. Shirley Temple is businesslike. <laughs> oh my god. I would invest in this. Yeah. That's like actually, you just say random shit, but like that actually turns out 
to be like I don't know future. It's patterns. literally what happened to him. Everyone's like, oh my god, Charlie Temple is there. The, the word Dogecoin. But the best, <laughs> the best story of me and James is we we did this like entrepreneurship thing or whatever this event, and we had to take like a com- a computer test, and we <laughs> we just like guessed on every answer, and then we ended up in the finals, and like no to get in the finals, like once you once you pass somehow, you have to like. Because only like four people passed, right? There yeah, like four it was, out of like hundred. Yeah, you were basically fighting for one, two, and three, and like the last person just got fourth place. Yeah. Um, which we got, but yeah. like, you had to go in, and they gave you like an hour, and they were like, they give you a topic, yeah. and they're like, all right, write oh. like a like a five minute speech about like a presentation about this topic, and James and I got in there, and they. They gave us the paper, and both of us looked at each other, and we were like, we don't have a fucking pen. And we weren't allowed to use our phones either. No. We couldn't write anything down. So we had to ask our competitors. We were like, can we borrow a pen? Bro, most of them said no at first. One person, yeah. Like, what, like, and and then one kid, one kid let us borrow one. They had pens, too. They wouldn't give them to us. Yeah. We wrote like, a like a paragraph. And then the kid was like, oh, I got called up. I need my pen back. And we were like, oh, I guess we're just. So we, we, we show up to this presentation with like four judges in front of us. We like present ourselves. We say our like paragraph. <laughs> it's supposed to be five minutes long. It, it lasts like 30 seconds. And James and I just look at each other and we're like, that's it. <laughs> and, we, and we shake their hands and they're like. Is that it? We were like, yeah, that's all we Man. got. And we walked out. But, like, because of, like, us coming in fourth place at, like, the awards night for our school, they mm. still had to, like, announce us for, like, As... for, like placing in something. <laughs> so, like. We got a sash, too, right? Didn't we? Yeah, we got, like, a plaque. Oh, like... <laughs> we were the such... worst. We were so bad. At, like, at we MCLA. won. We, we did not win, but we came in. A solid four. Replaced. Uh, yeah. All right. So this, so, this is a good episode. Yeah. Like yeah. I, we've had some fun. We've, you guys uh, are gonna like this one. They're not gonna like it. Um, Jarrett, he he died. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, well, you guys should look. Oh, to- damn! Oh, he's not dead. He's here. Oh, it's me. Um, next week is it gonna be. Our last episode before the draft, the NFL draft. Ooh. We'll do a little draft prediction. Ooh. Trading going on. Um, yeah. yeah, so we'll we'll do a little little draft talk next week. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try another tasting. Maybe uh, I don't know. Oh, this, oh, this is up Find to me something. next time. Yeah, so James will uh, we'll let you guys know what it's gonna be when we when we start. Uh, James is gonna figure out what we're trying next week. Or do we want to save the next liquor tasting when we're doing this in person? Are we going to oh, do this? In we could always do both. So we'll do one next week. We'll do one in person too. Okay. But um, yeah, so next week we'll do a little draft talk. Maybe a little, little tasting on the suggestion of James. And um, thanks for sticking with us. And James Rhodes is going to take us out. So have a good night. Peace. Okay. Showtime, go time, it's the big prize. Price. Go long, boy down, get them rings now. Yeah. Tough mind, strong ties from a small town. Price. Small fry, keep trying for your small town. Your time, go time, ain't so small now. Yeah. Have pride, ain't high, going strong now. Shout to you, big round, round.
Bro. 